0: Hello, hello, this is Jason E and welcome to the Trading and Ascension podcast. While discussing topics related to personal and spiritual development and day trading, this podcast provides thought-provoking concepts and direct energy to help us evolve as humans and professional traders. I'm logging my journey. Today's topic is about having an improvement plan. Without one, we will no doubt fail and become part of the masses of losing traders. Without an improvement plan in life, we will live a far more average existence than we desire. An improvement plan has, has three parts, and this is fresh on my mind because of a, a situation that happened to me, and I'll, I'll tell you the story in just a bit. But there are three parts to an improvement plan. The starting point, where you're at, clear clarity on that, that's point A. A goal or desired outcome, that's B. And tools to help navigate the path from A to B. And sometimes we don't have those tools, but we have to have the motivation to find those tools. So I'm going to add that in as well. You could be a rare talent, you could. And maybe that plan to succeed doesn't um, include you because you got this natural given ability. But for the rest of us, me included, we need this. Are you stuck in the same trading issue? Maybe you're having a problem like that Groundhog Day style challenge in your life. If so, this episode is for you. It's time to take your approach to changing a little bit more serious. So like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. And I hope to break Any idea you have that says without a clear improvement plan, you'll ever reach your goals in trading or in life. I want to crush the ego approach we have to trading that thinks you shouldn't have rules or in life that says we shouldn't implement the utmost discipline. My goal is to shatter the erroneous thoughts you have that say you can will yourself to improvement. You know, that voice that after you make the same mistake over and over, it says, I won't do that again. And then it links up with this mentality that says, well, since we said it, now it's true. You'll leave this talk with a healthy respect for what it takes to change. To prove this beyond a doubt, I'm going to give you a little self-experiment to test out. So if you're on the fence now about the importance of this message or your inner voice is fighting for your limitations as I speak, You'll be able to see the proof in your own life, in your own home. You'll then see what you're up against. And maybe you'll say, wow, you know, Jason was really fighting for me. He knew intimately the enemy I was up against. Right now, I don't care if you ever say that. But if you change your habits, the world will know. Everyone will know. When someone learns a a new skill, breaks a habit just changes. They are worthy of all the praise because it isn't easy, especially without a dramatic experience as a catalyst. But we don't want that. We want to be poured toward a vision, not forced away from pain. You know, I've had a lot of pain in my life and I've seen pain turn a lot of good people into victims. Pain is a part of the earth experience, but we control our reactions and our adjustments to it. You know, I, in this area, I raised my kids kind of similarly to how I was raised. And, you know, with my parenting mistakes, hey, no problem. We all make mistakes. We get through them. But the same damn mistake or repeated same mistakes, that's a different conversation. Now, like I always do, I want to be clear. I'm not a master trader yet, and I always let that be known because I'm the biggest advocate of receiving qualified opinions. But that's why I provide life advice that can apply to trading and not trading advice. Still, this info will change your life because underneath all improvement is the same principles. When I have one on one. Trader meetings with other traders. When I hold mastermind groups, the focus is always on accountability and managing change. That's my square. I'm cemented in that space. And I'm cemented in that space because of time invested, personal results, the results I support and cultivate in others, uh, focused education within that realm, accolades in that space. The suggestions I make After we crush the ideas that I mentioned above will align with master traders and they are so fundamental that they underline success in almost all aspects of life. And for all day traders, no matter their style, their approach, their account size, whatever. These are suggestions that also are a huge part in business, sports. And again, the cornerstone is a plan for improvement, a clear starting point, a, b, a goal or desired outcome, and the tools or the ability and willingness to find tools to navigate the path from a to b. That's the the simple. That you can add, you know, numerous things on that. Not quitting, perseverance. You know, um, mentors reaching out to people, but. Those three things are going to be fundamental and that you can build off of those. If you can implement that now, then we're done. You can jump off now, but I'm going to keep going deeper. You know, if you hold any ideas... Of what I mentioned before, that it's okay to not have rules. Um, I don't have a plan to improve and and think that's okay. Or you're having trouble with a specific problem that plagues you in your trading. Like I said, this episode is for you. You know, and I'm a young trader. All my advancement has been made to or due to listening deeply to mentors that are master traders. And two things they tell me, this is the commonality. They tell me to tend to the garden of the mind when addressing my trading issues, they also say willpower won't do it. A lot mm-hmm. of other things, but let's focus on those too. When I run across traders and I engage them, you know, all day, every day, this is how I know they're going to quit. And I know this from life experience and from the traders that have disappeared in and not of my life over this past just year. One, no written rules. So... They can't ever gauge where they are and thus can never move forward. Two, if they have some rules, they don't have a plan to improve on those trading infractions. And again, that's just spinning the wheels. Maybe they believe they can use willpower to overcome the subconscious habits, but we can't. If you don't have rules, it's like a car. You know, I frequently talk about the car GPS. It's like a GPS without a starting location. How do you know what direction to move into? And you could say, you know, I just want success. Uh, I just know I got to drive to Ohio. Okay. Is that north from Florida? Is that going west from Jersey? You don't know. So this adds and, and doing that adds valuable time to the journey. And if you have planted your flag and I'm not going anywhere anyway, you know, I don't care how long, then time isn't an issue. But if you haven't burned the boats or if you're under some kind of life pressure, then you'll quickly join the 90 percent. Don't be that person. If you don't have a systematic approach to improvement, I want you to try this powerful test to highlight what it will take to improve. So this is what happened to me about two weeks ago. Uh, Yep, just about two weeks ago. True story. So my incredible woman, she bought a new um, cuttery tray for the drawer. You know, those containers that separate the knives from the the teaspoons and the uh, soup spoons and the forks and all of that. Now, the new one was a little too big for the drawer that the silverware had been in for years. So instead of sending it back, she does all her, you know, shopping online, that's a I won't even get into that. Um, Instead of sending it back, we decided to switch the drawer from where we previously kept silverware to a new drawer that was a little bit wider and that could hold the new tray. Now, this experience became an eye opener for me. And I don't want to taint your experience. So let me just lay out the takeaway and how you can try this for yourself as I paint a mental picture for you of the importance of having an improvement plan. So, starting point, goal, and tools to navigate the path. Wherever you keep your silverware, I want you to try this. Wherever you keep your silverware, the forks, the spoons, the knives, that drawer, before you go to bed tonight, switch the drawer to another location. You might want to tell your family about this. You'll, you'll be hearing about it. The next day, You can get up and say, you know what, I'll never do that again because, you know, you you did it. So, you know that the old drawer is not there. You know that. But you're still fighting a neural pathway, a consistent habit. Now, consider this. Let's say every time you touch the old drawer, it's like losing a trade. Do that. See if willpower works. See if you could say, I'm not going to go to the old drawer again and have that work. Try it out for yourself. No matter how much willpower and how intelligent you think you are, you're going to go for that wrong drawer. Maybe even quite a few times. It's a habit. Now think about this. Let's say sometimes when you go to that drawer, you actually get the spoon or the fork or whatever you need. Just happens to randomly be in there. Now you've reinforced the bad habit. And this is what happens when we don't follow our entry rules. But we luck out and win. Now, now follow me. Instead, what if you had a plan and a life around helping you that's built around helping you make the new drawer? A habit. You have clear goals, written rules, a goal like, you know what? Every day I get proper utensils from the correct drawer some rules. When I need a fork, a knife, a spoon, I always go to the third drawer from the sink on the window side of the kitchen. Then you have some helpful parameters to cultivate this, maybe a a rule checklist for your trading plan. And You say, when I want to go to the kitchen, I will carry this paper with a written detail about the location of the utensils. As I walk from the dining room, I'll compare, I'll match my steps, I'll check off the steps to make sure I get to the right place. I get sidetracked and maybe autopilot sometimes when I watch TV when I walk into the kitchen. So I'm going to get the utensils locked in and focused while I'm following those steps. I'm going to eliminate that TV. And side note on that, you know, what you can handle while trading is up to you. But don't give in to old temptations or say, you know, this is just me. This is what I need. Because the you now and the old you isn't the you that is a successful trader. So if you feed that need, let's say you want to play a video game while you're trading. You may want to reconsider that habit of the old you and compare it to the actions and the vision of the you that you will be when you accomplish your goal. And you want to keep that in mind. Now, more on the future you in a second, because I'll come back to that. Um, I personally like to use the surgery rule. And, you know, I feel like I made it up, but I'm sure, you know, some other person has said this at some other time in history. But when I'm trading, I don't do anything I wouldn't expect a doctor to do if he was operating on my heart. So I want to take that kind of focus into my trading. You know, if a doctor was operating on my heart, I wouldn't want him texting. I wouldn't want him in a discord. I wouldn't want him doing a lot of things. I'd want him focused, you know, on my valves. You might want to visualize. So you're visualizing that ideal person I just mentioned not just the outcome of your goals. You want to identify with the person in the vision that is accomplishing that goal, the future you. When I wake up, I'm going to get a clear mind. I'm going to see myself going to that new drawer. And then you want to practice those habits. You know, after you see that in your mind and you see that person doing it and you associate your energy with that person, then I'm going to walk downstairs from my bedroom to the right drawer. You know, that's Going downstairs, going short. Then I'm going to go to the basement and I'm going to walk up and walk to the right drawer. I'm going to go long from the basement. (laughs) I'm going to focus on my breathing. You know, shallow breathing is shallow thinking to avoid the emotional fight or flight brain. So I'm going to breathe consciously every time I head to get those utensils. Now, I know it's ridiculous for one, and I'm not even suggesting you do all that. But because it's a little ridiculous for one just to manage going to the right drawer. But I'm making a point about life and about trading. Isn't that the least, the very least we should be doing for our trading? Having a goal, a trading plan, some rules, something to gauge in fractions and measure improvement. They say, if you can't measure it, you can't improve in it. Visualizing, you know, practicing the new habit, building a morning routine, To support your new choices. Move the drawer. Test it out. Then think about two approaches to that problem. Approach one. You just say, you know what? I'm never going to go to the old drawer again. Let's just see what happens tomorrow. And approach two. A mindful, professional, sound approach to changing rapidly by using simple ways to create new neural pathways. You know, you have to address the fruit Or the roots, if you want to change the fruit. You can't make changes at a surface level. So two questions. What are you doing now? And which one do you think would work out better? And you don't have to overhaul your life. Start with one thing. One new habit. Write it down. Write it down now. That you know will improve your life and do it consistently. Take action, and when you hit a hurdle, find the tools, the resources, or the people to help you. I hope this helps you. It was super fun to create. I want to thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed the podcast and our time together, please share it with other traders who you care about. You can check out more thought-provoking talks around personal growth and spiritual growth on tradingascension.com. You can go there and get some free gifts. And I'd love to hear from you. Last thing, remember to be the hero of your story.